Hey everyone, welcome back to the Keep Watching Podcast, where we decide what to watch so you don't have to. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And today we're going to be talking about Heart Signal 4, episode 14 and 15, The Final Decision. Ooh, we made it to the big we did make decisions. It. <laughs> yeah, we got to catch up because this was not the original plan. <laughs> I did not go back and look at Heart the previous season of Heart Signal I watched and see that the 16th episode is the reunion episode. Yeah. So I was not prepared for the 15th episode (laughs) to really be the actual finale. So. (laughs) But we're here now, so. Yeah. (laughs) AH on YouTube gave us the heads up that episode 15 was the final decision. So, and then on top of that, I, or we both kind of saw something that made it feel like we knew what was going to happen as far as, <laughs> far as it came to Mingyu's decision. So we got a little yeah, spoiled. Yeah. little spoiled. Yeah. So we just decided, let's just watch these two episodes and then we'll just talk just about. get through it. Yeah. You know, we're not going to go play by play as much since it's it's not as, uh, we're not going to be able to speculate moment to moment since we already mm-hmm. know the answers. But let's, we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll cover it all. Talk about maybe the season as a whole, the editing strategies as we go. Yeah, yeah uh we'll see what we talk about today and yeah uh, i mean i guess it's always full spoilers but extra warning like this is the end of the show well, if some, if some we're people were about like everything it's possible yeah. that somebody like watched episode 14 and then was waiting for our podcast to come out before watching yeah. episode 15 if they if 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 you did if you're that, one of those quick, people go watch 15 quick, stop this podcast go watch the <laughs> the final and then come listen <laughs> yeah yeah okay uh what else what else we got before we start here sarah something amazing happened we got an apple review from somebody i'm very excited it's so nice um galgatron wrote there's something incredibly fun about listening to two friends hyper analyze shows always looking forward to the next episode so thank you galgatron for our very first apple review i'm so happy (laughs) there you go we did it (laughs) it's like we're a real podcast now (laughs) yes yeah the reviews people leave on YouTube are great too. Oh yeah, I yeah, like it absolutely. All. Sarah just yes. is itching for the <laughs> Apple. The, <laughs> is it the Apple review specifically? Well, that's the only place I think that you can write just like a review. Other okay. place you can like do a rating, but you know, every it's 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 just nice. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, feels good. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Yes. Yeah, so I think we just start with the the main event on this, and then let's just <laughs> <laughs> let's just say who everybody picked and then we can kind of go through the last two episodes and talk about it in the context of knowing who they're picking in the end and then we can yeah i think we can i think where we can speculate is the for people that did match up like what's the intensity level of their Mm. choosing each other or if it's just kind of like yeah we chose each other at the end of this tv (laughs) show you know so yeah we, we can speculate on that That'll be fun. Okay, sure. Um, where do we leave off in episode thirteen, though? Oh, that's a that's a rough one. What oh, what, has, what was happening? That was everybody came back from their trip. Of, uh, their trip, right? Like that was the very end of it. They were coming back from the trip. Oh, okay, okay, right. It was it was, <laughs> it was the second half of the trip, and then they came back. Yeah, yeah. They went okay. on dates during oh, the yeah. day that... in the town, okay, yeah. and there was there was a super awkward breakfast. The awkward breakfast. Um, that was the highlight. Yeah. Of it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we have a bunch of, there are a bunch of dates that we know about from the trip that were scheduled for when they get back to Seoul. Mm-hmm. 
and we're going to see those plus some extra ones in these last two episodes. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh let's reveal these. We're going to we're just going to say who everybody picked right now. We're you want to go it. over the mechanics of how this is shown at all? Like the phone calls sure. and the You tell, tell explain to me how it works. Sir. Okay. So, they were all at final dinner and they get a text that says, "Hey, who are you picking for the show?" And so they all had to sit there at the same table and decide who their final pick was. Then, sometime later, they're all scattered about at different locations in the neighborhood or whatever, just standing on the street looking forlorn. And we go around through each person, and they call the person they picked. And they say some nice things, and then they hang up. And then maybe that person calls them back when it's their turn to make a call or not. And if that happens, then they meet up. If not... I guess they just stand on the street forever. I don't know. We don't need the sad times. Okay. So the official decision, though, I actually was thinking about how this works. The official decision is, like, when they're texting at the dinner table. Yes. And then, theoretically, they can't change after that? I don't know. Yeah, I would think so, because I feel like production uses that to, like, put the order in of, like, who who is calling who when, just to make the logistics a little easier, because, you know... If, if two people are calling one person, but that person has already run to the person they choose for the end, it's a little weird, you know? You got to have them get all their calls first before they yeah they meet up. We always talk about how in, uh, like, Singles Inferno, the, like, the most likely, at least in the first two seasons, like, the main decision of the season is always, like, going to be a, a girl. Because, like, yes. they have all the guys, like, go pick their girl, and then their the girl either chooses one of the guys that goes to them or they just like leave the island with nobody yeah so the girl doesn't actually have to like go choose a guy that's not going to pick them back so it's like and they're also the last ones to pick on the season so like their mm-hmm. decision becomes like the the big reveal or decision that needs to be making at the end but on this show right. i feel like it, it doesn't matter right yeah i don't <laughs> yeah. think it matters so we can yeah we'll get we'll talk more production edit decisions later but that's where I'm at with the, I think the production could have chosen anybody as the main character and yeah. it would not have affected like the end game mechanic of how they reveal to each other. I don't think that matters. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Well, that's what is happening at the end at, during this final decision. Uh, let's do, let's just reveal it in the order that the show reveals it to us. So I call this the least important character to most important characters. <laughs> But yeah. uh, at least the way that the show decided to show these characters. So, yeah. So, right. no surprise, Jiwon, who has been on the show the least, is our first to make a call and he calls Ji Young, says some nice things. Yeah. They all kind of say the same things to each other, right? Especially the people that, like, kind of know they're not getting picked back. It's like, yeah, it's just like, thank you for allowing me to feel feelings or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. I was a dead husk before this, but you brightened up my life, blah, 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 you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. You're not picking me, whatever. Like, even if even if Jiwon is calling Ji Young first, like, mm-hmm. the way it's depicted on the show, like, is her decision locked in? Like, I don't think she could, like, hear his last words and be like, oh my gosh, I made a... <laughs> I should have I should have picked you on, you know. Yeah, I think I think I don't it's think they could in, switch yeah. their answer. <laughs> Unless she did a very dramatic like, no, I must change it and that, that might make good TV too. They might yeah, allow it just I would hope that they on. would allow that to happen if yeah. Uh okay. Yeah. G one for G Young. Mm-hmm. So next it's it's Jumi calling Gyaure. No surprise there. 
Yeah. And then Yisu calls Mingyu. Again, no, no real surprise for, I would say, most everyone. Yeah, by mm-hmm. the end. Pretty, pretty apparent. Yeah. Uh, I feel like if this is least important to most important, I think Jumi deserved to go after Yisu in this order. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Okay. I would go, I would go, if I was ranking least important characters, I'll go G1 and then Yisu, I think. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> Even if her own relationship situation didn't pan out, she at least like made some choices and was involved in other people figuring their shit out. Yeah. Yisu was just there being unknowable. Yeah. I like Jumi more and more as the season went on. Yeah. Sure. See, the cool lawyer grew on you. I knew it would happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know if her being a lawyer has anything to do with it. well no but it's just <laughs> she is the cool lawyer <laughs> okay uh all right who's next and then we have gary calling ji young yeah and no surprise at one point it was unclear but if, if you watch these two episodes it was yeah by the yeah. time you get to this part of the show as much as i was picking Mingyu to pick Jiang by the end, I do think it was obvious at the point that they were picking who what was going to happen. Yeah. 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 I would say across the board. Like it was yeah. not a big surprise at all. I thought like maybe actually Hushin's choice was maybe the hardest to predict, but still I would have gotten it right. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. Yeah, right for have... Yes. And then Jimin for Hushin. Uh Hushin. Yeah calls Ji Young, so no match there. Yeah. And we get down to Mingyu, who calls Yisu, and then... Well, that was the big moment. <laughs> yeah, runs to go. her. <laughs> In, yep. Good job, Interregnum. And Sarah. Yep, yep. yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well done, everyone. I think I might be the only person that was thinking it was Ji Young, like in the entire world. I don't <laughs> think that's true. You don't think it's true? <laughs> I mean, for a I've... long time, I, I hoped it was going to be Ji Young. For for most of it. I honestly feel like after this was over, like there was actually like no intrigue to the season at all. And but if you listen to our podcast, it was like super intriguing because I was really <laughs> pushing for G Young. But like in out there in the world where people are actually talking about this, <laughs> they're like, Yeah, this is shit's obvious. What's gonna happen? <laughs> Hey, it was a fun ride on this podcast. Oh, I regret nothing. I, this this destination at the end of this is a little disappointing, but the journey was a hell of a good time on this. Oh season. yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, <laughs> okay. and then Ji Young's pick ends up being the big one. I think, like, yeah. they basically give Mingyu away before mm-hmm. it's all said and done, and then this is actually interesting. Well, but also, I think, I think you mostly knew by the end who she was going to pick. Yeah, but it's like it, I don't know. It felt like there was an actual choice to be made here. That's true. But yeah, so she she calls Gyalray. So then they Gyalray. go meet up on the street and have a cute moment. He gives her a hug. There's like physical contact on this show. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> and it is very very cute. Was there that much with Gyalray and Chiyo? Physical contact. I feel like Mingyu and Isu probably had. More. There was there was some hand holding slash she gave her hand warmers like. To warm up her hands, um, okay. but no, Gowry came in. He, he wrapped her up in a big hug, and then there was hand holding. So, they, oh, okay, they did the most physical contact on the show, I guess. Or at least Gowry was hype. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, there we go. That, that's what happened. Um, we got two couples. Yeah. So I have a ton to say about 
like production decisions now that mm-hmm. we know the ending of the show. Yeah. Do you want to save that for the end? I feel like we should save that for the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's not take too much time, but let's go through. I think we should just go through each person, each character, one by one, and maybe mm-hmm. talk about talk about the dates that they went on in the last couple episodes, and then we can talk about them on the whole or give them a eulogy for the season or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Sounds All right. good. All right, and we'll do it in the same order. Least yeah. important to most, <laughs> least important to most important based on how the show did it at the end. So we'll start with G one. I will say there's the thing I noticed in these last two episodes that I hadn't seen before, which is there is an like an art print above G one's uh, bed that is a photo of a cake, and in the icing on the cake it says like no one loves you. <laughs> it's just the saddest thing. I feel like whoever like was decorating the house did not understand English, maybe recognized the word love and went, oh, this is nice and put it above his bed. But it's just so sad that he's our least important quote unquote character who had this sad, sad photo <laughs> above his bed the whole time. I Googled like G1, no one loves you cake. And some uh-huh. cakes came up that say nobody loves you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, don't okay. know if, I did not notice what you're talking about. In the show. I did not bother to take a screenshot, but it's it's above his bed. Was it heart shaped? No, it's just a normal like circle? cake. Yeah, circle hmm. cake. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I mean there's a lot of cakes that say nobody loves you on, the, <laughs> on Google images. Maybe it's like a meme. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Wow, that's super weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in the meantime, Jiwon was still allowed to be on the show in the last two episodes. Yes. And he got one more date with Gia. <laughs> yeah. But I think in this one, he kind of turned things around because in the previous, when they were away, he had that date with Jumi and she was like, maybe reassess how you're handling things. It might not make her feel great. And it finally sunk in and he's like, oh, I understand that I was being real aggressive and maybe you didn't like that. Yeah. It's not as good as Gyalray was, but... It's like an attempt at kind of the same move, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, based on like how Jiang is edited in these conversations, I feel like she was edited very similarly. Or maybe not. Maybe not super similarly. But I don't know. I felt like G- I feel like Jiang was responding positively to Jiwon, or maybe yeah. like the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Again, yes. kind of similar to how it was with Gyal Ray. Um, my question is, Sarah. Yes. If for whatever reason. Gyalray was not an option uh-huh. for for Ji Young after she realizes Mingyu is picking Isu because she definitely mm-hmm. she definitely figured that out at some point. Yeah, yeah. Like let's let's say like Gyalray like chooses Jumi like they have a couple good dates and he decides oh I yeah, should yeah. I, this is the person I should have been with the whole time. Mm-hmm. Who does Ji Young pick in the end of the show? I want to say Hushin, but I am kind of. I'm biased towards that because I I like him the best of all the guys on the show. Yeah, and I don't know if that's influencing. It I don't or not. know. Like as much as I want to shit on Jiwon for like being like hella persistent about <laughs> going for one mm-hmm. girl, even though another girl's like crazy into him and he's not even entertaining it. Yeah, like is he really like one kind of random coincidence away from like? <laughs> From actually matching with Ji Young here, that's what I wonder. I I don't know. I think Ji Young actually might pick Ji Won. Yeah. I don't know. I guess 
Oh, here's the other thing. I sh- I need to apologize to the production of this TV show. Oh, okay. Because clearly, at this now, I've now that I've seen the results, clearly they were not lying about the text the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> like they were just yeah. straight up showing us the entire time. Oh yeah, Minky's into Yisu. <laughs> like <laughs> it just made no sense with what the rest of yeah, they were showing they, us. They didn't let it make any sense with with the. <laughs> with what they showed us but that was the reality i guess yeah and i don't know i guess i'd have to go back i mean jiang was texting hushin at times maybe after their dates i don't know if jiang ever texted jiwan i don't think so but at the same time i feel like there was a long stretch where she wasn't texting galray like outside of the first couple days mm-hmm. and galray was able to turn it around with this kind of self-reflection so and Jiwon did come in on the end on like the last day or something with like this heartfelt handwritten letter to her that made her cry and then write her own letter back. And that may have also, if Gaure wasn't in play, may have pushed her in that direction too. Yeah. I I honestly think it we were it was real it might have been way closer than we think with Jiwon. Yeah. And then there's some other stuff I want to talk about with Jiwon, but we can wait till we get to her. <laughs> yeah. That's about it for Jiwon, right? Yeah, that he was he was at work too much for this entire show. So yeah, of course he's he's not gonna get the the best result in the end. Yeah, we part of what I want to talk about when we get to production stuff is ca- the casting decisions, and we can mm, talk more about yeah. G one then. Uh, but as far as his activities in these last two episodes, I think we're good, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Next is Jumi. She gets uh her final date with Galray that we that they scheduled or mm-hmm. promised each other right yeah i like at this point it in the season like i think like juby's like very attractive when she's like describing how aware she is of like everybody's situation yeah and like yeah, yeah so like that's what i started to appreciate about her but then when she switches to like talking about her own feelings it's a little to me like she's i don't know if she's like trying to say it in a way that like protects herself or i don't know or maybe she's mm-hmm. like not like she's not like so into gallery that she's gonna like be crazy about it you know she's just kind of yeah, like yeah. i don't know well she said some things that that makes sense in a certain way where she didn't want to push him too hard because like in the end if that was the reason he picked her it would feel less good than if he just decided to pick her on her his own you know like would be less authentic i guess but my thing with that is like does anybody ever just pick somebody because they like keep pushing like if anything that it it turns into a negative if, if somebody feels that way right i would on i would disagree on this on these kinds of shows i feel like every single one of these that i've watched like if not the main storyline one of them is Ah, dude is into girl. She is not into him, but he sticks at it for the whole season and then finally wins her over and we're all very happy about it, except I hate it. Yeah, because I I think you're right about that storyline as an edit for the TV show, which may just Mm -hmm. speak towards not not necessarily specifically Korean storytelling or what they're looking for in Guy. I don't know, Uh, because I don't watch enough like American these types of shows to be like yeah. oh yeah this happens in those shows too mm-hmm. but yeah it does seem like we get that edit but i don't know if that's actually 
the reality of the situation but the like the editors like to make it feel like that's what it is like the guy is like a guy being super persistent is like super sweet and makes like <laughs> yeah i i get from like your perspective why that is like it's um it's like bad messaging yeah to because guys like be like oh yeah if you just keep trying eventually it'll work out <laughs> yeah like... uh, in a show context it is less scary we'll say but like if we keep telling stories that this is yeah you just keep at it and she'll give in that turns into something way worse and scarier in the real world if we take that message to heart and people follow that as the way they pursue people so yeah. that's why i hate it <laughs> yeah so i think we get that story but in a lot of cases it's not actually the reality so i know like that's the case in like singles inferno 2 mm -hmm. and it's very much like this one guy likes the one girl the whole season and then we get from her side of the story we see her like oh maybe she likes these other guys but then ends up choosing the guy that like kept trying the whole time and then they make that guy seem like really good <laughs> because yeah like everything he was doing was so nice and sweet and what a great guy for this doing all this for this girl but like in reality like the girl might have also liked him back for a long time <laughs> and we yeah. like we was the I, edit was just a little weird, yeah. Like, I don't actually think there are girls on these shows that are just, like... I guess the one ca the, the one reason you might do it is just, like, oh, I want to leave the show. I want to end the show with a couple. But then, like, mm, yeah, their relationship doesn't go anywhere after the show. Right. But I don't think there's any girl that's actually falling for guys that are just hella persistent. And that's their only upside. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think that's a real thing going on. Uh, yeah, I hope not, but it's extra worse than that this is the uh, the story we're telling in these shows, you know, trying to make it seem like it is that when it's not. It gives women less agency and it's creepy and I don't like it. Like in the scenario that, let's say like there was that kind of argument on the group date with Gao, like when, when ji Young has to break mm -hmm. up with Gao Rei and Ji-Wan at the same time on that group date, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then let the scenario where like Gal Ray never apologizes and yeah. then they never have that conversation. Like I don't like she's not she's not picking Gal Ray and she's not picking G1 probably if he doesn't say anything nice that we saw as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like maybe she ends up picking Hushin because Hushin was just consistently nice. Yeah. But even then, like I'm not believing that it's like a super big thing. I'm not even necessarily believing that this Gal Ray G Young thing is that serious, because like oh he certainly seems to think it is oh, at least the way it's portrayed in the end. Yeah, Gal Ray is in on this. Every yeah. single guy, other than Mingyu, is in on G Young for sure. <laughs> that, <laughs> but in terms of G, like, am I really taking G Young's decision that seriously when like it's only been a few days? since she realized mm -hmm. the guy like the guy she liked wasn't going to pick her so yeah i have to be super skeptical about the intensity of the relationship from her side for gal Ray. oh absolutely yeah. and you know me i i am cynical and dead inside and i don't believe anybody here is actually even here for love <laughs> no, so yeah i don't believe in any of it yeah. still don't know why you watch these shows if that's what you believe <laughs> okay. i don't know <laughs> um Back to Jumi. We got a way, way We got way out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's just basically like, I think she kind of knows at this point. Like, ever since she talked to Ji Young late at night after Ji Young talked to Gyal Rae and he apologized, mm -hmm. I think Jumi has been like, 
she might have even realized it before Ji Young did. Like, oh, like you really like Ji Young tried to say like, oh, I want to be really good friends with him, which yeah. actually still might be the case. But Jumi was taking that as like, oh, you're you're seeing him differently. Like you're, she's saying things about Gyaure that she wasn't saying before. Yeah, and we do get kind of a montage of her like different times kind of encouraging them to talk to each other and like almost pushing them together even though it is counteractive to her pursuits. Yeah. I don't know why she does that. <laughs> Which also makes me question like how much she really cares. Like she likes Gaori mm -hmm. the best and other than maybe Mingyu. Like it's it's still like Jumi's actual position on the show is kind of weird to me. Like did she like Mingyu the best then she went down to Galray and then I feel like she does doesn't try that hard for Galray, but maybe that's just her personality. But also, I feel like if you like, I feel like if you really like somebody on the show, you wouldn't be like actively trying to match the person you like with somebody yeah, else. Yeah, that is a weird move. But I do think she just realized that he was not going to pick her, and he's she just is a nice person, and was like, "Oh, you two probably match up well," so moved it in that direction. There's a lot of awkward moments in this kind of like wrap up of the season where like. Like, Jumi's on this last date with Gyalre, and I feel like she has to have this moment, which maybe it happened naturally, I'm not sure, but I feel like she has in this, like, awkward spot of having to explain her feelings to Gyalre. Yeah, which I feel like that has been done before. But... Yeah, it's, like, kind of already been done, but now it's, like, a little bit more has happened, so now she's having, like, she could be slightly different feelings, but also it's, like, if this was real life, you wouldn't explain your feelings to Gal, right? You would just be like, <laughs> all right, you like somebody else, let's move on with our lives. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. But the show needs like a moment of her trying mm -hmm. to And that was where it felt like once she started trying to explain her feelings for Galway is when it kinda didn't feel as genuine to me. It felt more forced. Uh, Whereas yeah. when she was like describing how she saw everybody else's relationship in the house, that felt like her own read that was like really mm -hmm. like made her yeah. look really good getting all that right. Um but all right, anything else on Jumi? Jumi's dates on these last two episodes. Anything yeah. else? No? Cool lawyer. Sad didn't work out for. All right. <laughs> all right, Yisu. What, would, what did Yisu uh, do in the last two episodes? <laughs> Yisu met up with Mingyu at some point. Yep. And <laughs> it wasn't that exciting. Yeah, they... <laughs> Yisu They're never that barely... <laughs> exciting together. Yisu was barely even in the last episodes, but Yisu was like... Yeah. Yisu and Mingyu didn't even go on a date in the last two episodes. They went yeah. to the grocery store together. The the yep. it was five minutes or less this date between them. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it was so drawn out. Like they didn't even show. There was was there really nothing to show? Is that, the like, cutest thing that happened was she went, "Oh, we should get pears," and he went, "Pears? Why would we get pears?" And he's like, "Cause I like them." And he went, "Oh, let's get pears." That was it. That's the extent. That's the cutest that's, moment of that's the That's the cutest Mingyu. thing. <laughs> the entire season for those two. They are such a bummer of a couple. I don't I don't enjoy watching them date. They're not a I don't think they're a bummer. They're just boring. Relatively to the other great dates we've had on these seasons and we've had on these show like these kinds of shows in the past, it feels like nothing. <laughs> like yeah. uh but they're not like like a, a true bummer date is like when people are like breaking up with each other and whatever. That's whatever. true. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. just like, oh, this is, seems like a solid date, but I'm not having any huge emotional reactions to watching <laughs> it. They did have a, like on the last day, I guess everybody had a one on one with everybody of the opposite gender. 
And in Mingyu and Yisoo's one, she asked him the first time she made his heart flutter. And he said, backing up the car, which I didn't think was a big deal, but apparently it was. It was the... <laughs> It was the chest thrusting in his direction. I, well, okay, maybe that. <laughs> and then he, uh, the the time that he made her heart flutter the most was when he had a, what she calls a cute tantrum, which is that time that he fucking broke up with her, or at least it <laughs> seemed like he was breaking up with her. Like, what is this couple? I, 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 could, not, I could not wait for you to react to this. When I watched the show, <sighs> I, was like, I was like, Sarah, the part that... You... <laughs> was quote-unquote the most confusing part of the season was Yisu's favorite moment of the season. I don't understand <laughs> her at all. Yeah, I don't understand I, him. I don't understand no, them together. It's, it has to be an editing nonsense. It has to be. Yeah, that's true. I am I am sorry to both of them for how much angst I'm throwing in their direction. It's probably all production's fault, but it's, it's hard to say from my position of not understanding anything that's happened <laughs> between them. Yeah. Uh, back to my point about like the date being really drawn out, though, is like I feel like the last like two three episodes of the show were like you could start to feel it being more drawn out than usual. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. But on this date specifically, like they got groceries right. Basically, it was mm -hmm. nothing. Then they like show them putting the groceries in the trunk of the car, and then. I kid you not, the camera just stays on the car. Oh, like... it was product placement for the what? car. Is that what it was? <laughs> 100%. Oh, these last two like, episodes have also, been, or at least at least episode 14 was full of product placements. I we get never the long noticed. ass subway scene. We get the car. Um, oh, there's some other stuff I've forgotten now, but yeah, it's, it's just a lot of product placement. Okay. Yeah, the subway scene was like shameless as fuck, but like. Oh, yeah, yeah. I maybe it's just because I'm not a car person. Like, I never noticed cars product placement. And I was just like, why is this trunk? Why do we need to watch this trunk close? Why? Like, it took like <laughs> 10 seconds. Like, but it was also cool because he opened it with wiggling his foot under the car. I did that notice what that. You were supposed to pay attention. I did notice to. that, but like, that's been a thing for so long that it like didn't like. I wasn't like, oh, what a cool car. But well, and then they got in the car in this last episode. Um, I think it was Jiwon, Hushin, and Umi, maybe? I don't know. They got in the car, and they're like, oh, did it start right when you got in? And they're like, yes, it's so cool. Like, they, they what? I, I don't know. What, I'm not, I did not recognize the badge on the car, but whatever it is, hardcore product placement. That's that's all that wow. was about. Oh, okay. Well, I'm blind to these product placements. <laughs> and they just anger <laughs> me. They just anger me for being, Very like, used to them. <laughs> Is showing me the most boring content for 10 seconds. What's happening? Like, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> you would find like these exact literal product placement like scenes in K dramas. Like, it is just as silly and like pointed. And like, Subway is always a restaurant in a K drama, you know? Like, yeah, Subway's so very popular on these shows. Very used to it. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I I laugh when there's subway stuff. Like, I it's, like, so shameless that it's funny. But, like... Yeah, absolutely. I guess these car product placements are, like, sneaky enough that I'm not even noticing them. I and mean, then I'm just mad because the show's, like, wasting my time on... Oh, here's I, another one <laughs> that you didn't notice. Okay. Is, like, Mingyu fake dropped his phone. And Yisu picked it up and was like, Oh, it's not broken. Because he has that case defy case that they bought in the other episode when they were in the case defy store being like, Look at all of the cases. Did he really drop it by accident? I I didn't think of it. I didn't think of it, but 
the way they zoomed in on it felt like either they were like, oh, we can sell this or or they they did it on purpose. I'm not sure, but it, it, it seems I could see it too happening convenient. and then they're like, we have to put this in. It's great for the product placement. But yeah, I can't imagine. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just hard for us to tell, but I, I couldn't tell that they were acting in that moment. But it, it's hard with subtitles to tell sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. All right, yeah. So Yisu, in terms of like dating, was it was less than five minutes, and they went to a grocery store, <laughs> and a lot of it was product placement. <laughs> yeah, so. I, which I do not even realize. <laughs> All right, Galray, what did Galray do? Oh, what did Galray do? He, he had he had dates with Jumi and Ji Young. Yeah, he did. Oh well, we had the whole big the cafe after hours date with Ji Young, which took up a lot of time. Yeah, and had no product placements in it. So. That was a good. That was a. That was a good date. Oh yeah, he like got up early to make her banana pudding because she mentioned it that one time, and like taught her how to make coffee all like ghost style and was... <laughs> ghost style. Yeah, you know, he was holding her hand while she was dip- pouring the thing, and it was cute. Yeah, that's true. She did look at him a couple times, and she just totally had heart eyes. So I was like. Like, I actually kind of believe it to a certain extent. Yeah. If you think about what Jian kind of has been, like, talking about throughout the show in terms of what she's looking for, mm-hmm. it does feel like watching Gao Rei at his job is something that would, like, be attractive to Ji Young. Yeah. Because she's kind of, like, at the stage of her life where she's looking for, like, a solid guy who can, she can have a family with. And mm-hmm. exactly. maybe, like, I'm kind of surprised it took them this long to, like, go to Gao Rei's. <laughs> yeah place um but like maybe she was thinking like oh like coffee shop owners not that impressive of a career and i and then but now that she, she goes to see him and like the intensity of it, it I, mm-hmm. I definitely i could see it appealing to her but then galra gets absolutely dunked on here because <laughs> <laughs> he's doing he's saying all this stuff about how like like she he shows her how to make the coffee or made the machine makes the coffee. I kind of lost. I feel like the translation was inconsistent, but then yeah. it like they taste it and I think it's fine, but he's like, Oh, it's a little something. And then he makes the coffee because he thinks like he, like his technique is going to make it different. Mm-hmm. And then they like both sip it and he's like, Oh yeah, you can taste the difference. And then she pretends like she can taste the difference. <laughs> And but then later when they're they still have the two coffees, she's like, "Close your eyes and <laughs> sip this coffee and tell me which one it is." And he's like, "Hmm, let me taste the other one." And she gives him the other one, and then he's like, "All right, the first one was like the machine or you." And she was like, uh, "Nope, you're wrong. It's the other way around." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's. Uh... <laughs> but it was a silly, cute moment together. Like she laughed so hard that was yeah. That At was that point, good for the date though. Yeah. yeah, it seemed like at that point she was she must have been in on Galray, but like I don't know if he was like look if like if this was a like first impression of him, I feel like you might be like, oh yeah, this guy's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like they'd already had enough good moments together that yeah, she wasn't yeah. gonna judge him based off this. But if this <laughs> was like, I feel like this would be a pretty epic fail for a first date. <laughs> <laughs> um, overall though, Sarah, mm-hmm. what, what does Galray do? That's so amazing. That works here. The way, how did how does Galray get Ji Young in the end? Well, he had that really good apology. That was the first part. 
Yeah. Which, but only comes because of. Because he fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't it's think important. It, I don't think it's to be like, able to acknowledge. Maybe fucked up sounds a little harsh. Fucked up is too was, strong. But... I don't think he was that bad, but it was enough that apologizing is worth was it. Necessary. Worth it, but yeah, not, yeah. It, yeah. Um, he was just there, being useful. I think it like like just doing things to make her comfortable, but not like putting too much pressure on her, and you know, just giving her that nice sort of relaxing day when they like drove up the coast and whatever. Um, when she was feeling very burdened about all the things, it just like made her feel comfortable when things were tough for her. Yeah. I think is the main thing. Yeah, well, ba- based on how you described it, it, just sounds like he he pulled the Jumi strategy. Yeah, and then it just worked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like Jiang's gonna have like a self reflective moment in some situation where she's like, I started to remember or like realize all those times that he was like being nice to me or comforting me or looking out for me. And they like flashback mm-hmm. to her, him like getting her the specific coffee beans that she liked or that she requested. And I don't know, other moments, but it was like very similar to what Jumi was doing to Gal Ray. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I, I think just like the, the Jumi situation, like if Mingyu had turned around and been like, Hey, I'm into you. Gal Ray wouldn't have stood a chance. And the only reason it didn't work out for Jumi is because, Jiyoung ended up, you know, picking him and like giving him enough hope to like continue pursuing her. Jiyoung to Gyalre, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you think for both Jumi and Gyalre, if Mingyu was just like, yeah, you're the one I want to choose, they would have been like, hell yes, <laughs> like yep. you're both of them. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, not not to Jumi. I think that like Gyalre is not picking Jumi despite her consistent support and you know doing the same thing he's doing, right? Because Ji Young is giving him enough where he thinks it's viable for him to pick her. But if if that were not true, I think he would pick Jumi. Just the same way that Ji Young picked Gao Rei because Ming Yu was clearly not going to pick her. Yeah, how close was Gao Rei to giving up on Ji Young Young and picking Jumi at the end? Um, If Awkward Breakfast had gone different, that would have been it. Yeah, yeah, you think it's that? That's how much the difference is. Like, Mingyu says, yeah. "Hey, Young, you want to go out today?" And then, yep. Young, that's all it is. Yeah, I think and so. I just think like if that's if that's true, like I can't believe that Young is like super invested in the gallery. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. If that's how close it was, hey, it might grow over time. You know, yeah, so it give could. it a shot and see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, it it, it kind of sucks. Like I, you've definitely said this before. Like. Ji Young should just have the option where she just picks no guy. <laughs> and yeah. Then... I'm a big proponent of just like, fuck this show, I'm going home. And like, Singles Inferno has that option, but only for the girls. The guys theoretically have to pick somebody, I think. That's true. Well, we also have never seen it in two seasons of Single Inferno. The girls always yeah. will will go with, even if they only have one option, they'll take the guy. And at least pretend like, oh, we're leaving as a couple, even though it doesn't have to mm-hmm. mean anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm I'm kind of... I think if I was on the show, like I would just pick somebody, and yeah, that that's. I would either pick, I would either just pick the person I liked, or if I wasn't stoked about anybody, I would just pick. If somebody was into me, I'd pick them, and then it would just be nothing. But at least, like you know, give the show a moment that they can edit around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're there because you want to be on TV, so might as well like pretend to have a cute couple at the end, right? See? Yeah, and I and I don't think <laughs> I don't think this is totally 100 percent that with Ji Young. I just think mm-hmm. it's not. I think it's closer. It's not to that. true love. We'll yeah, say. It's, it's closer to that than like some amazing relationship that's 
just starting. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was also wondering, Sarah, because like early, early in the season, we were getting like Gyal Ray kind of being nervous and messing up his date strategy mm-hmm. with yeah with her. But then with this like second chance that he's gonna get, Gyal Ray looks like so good. He does. The entire I think time. he's the kind of person who needs a chance to warm up and feel comfortable with people before he can like be that person. You know, like. He needed the time to warm up to be smooth and not an awkward grandpa. Yeah, either that or, you know, anytime he was awkward, they didn't show it because, like, they have to make him look good <laughs> to, I like, explain that... this. That's fair. This, this <laughs> late, late in the game transition. But, like, they really depict him, like you were saying. Like, he's saying, like, all the right things at all the right time. Yeah. And I was wondering, like, is there, like, a pressure? If, like, if you can just tell that somebody is doing the right, like you go on a date with somebody, it's like, oh, they are doing all the right things and saying all the right things and whatever. Like, is there a pressure just to be like, okay, I guess I can't come up with a reason not to be dating you? <laughs> like, I don't that know. Might be true, but God, I hope not. Like, if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. And I guess so. But like on the show, shouldn't... it's a little like, yeah, the sh- being on the show is a different situation. Yeah, but also, like ultimately. Like she is choosing Gyalray over two other guys, so that is something. Like yeah. she, she, she had to pretty much know who Shin and Jiwon were going to pick her. Yeah. So I, that that does leave some legitimacy. At least Gyalray wasn't the only option. Yeah. There's something there, but okay. Um. Yeah. And then the yeah the last thing I had is you you think if Mingyu is like yeah Jiang I'm picking you in the end she picks Mingyu still. Absolutely. It's not like. This Galray stuff was so powerful that, like, cause she goes on the date with Mingyu like on Thursday, which is like the the at the last day of of dates. Mm-hmm. Like, if that date goes a different way, she's still picking Mingyu at the end. I think so. I mean, she in that date says things that make it sound like she's definitely full on the the Galray train, but I think that's because she knows that Mingyu yeah. is definitely not like she knows going into this date what this is going to be. Yeah. And it's like the first time we kind of get Mingyu saying that he's not going to pick her, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm inclined to believe that, too. Like, she's saying, like, oh, she's had a change of heart, which is true. But it's like her change of heart to me is more likely like, oh, I see Gyalray differently now. Not that I don't like you anymore and I like him. <laughs> it's like that's yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. The show kind of makes it seem like it's like that. But I, I don't believe it could. You could switch that quickly. It's like, you're not going to pick me. And I see him as a more acceptable second option now. So yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else from Galray for now on these nope. dates? All right. G-Min. She G-Min. Has, she has a final date with Hushin. We don't she have does. to sit through another G-Min Jiwon date, thankfully. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone is happy about that. Uh, Jimin's going to finally make herself clear with Hushin, I think. Yes. I, it surprises me how many times people have to finally make themselves clear on this show when I'm like, I thought we talked about this this before, but okay. Well, I think last time it was more of like revealing to him that she is interested in him. Yeah. But yeah. wasn't as committal. Like, from Hushin's perspective, it wasn't necessarily like, oh, I'm 100% picking you over Jiwon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is more, I think she was making it clear. Yeah. Which she absolutely needed to do because Hushin was a little clueless when it comes to her. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't blame Hushin for sticking and sticking with him, picking Ji Young. 
Yeah. Because this whole thing with Jimin is like, she's kind of, I, I get like a similar vibe as Jumi a little bit where I think like they're using a defense of like, or at least for Jimin, like her defense is like, oh, I can't believe you didn't realize that I didn't like you. I thought I made it. I thought I made it obvious, but from our perspective, she's not that obvious and Hushin isn't seeing it. And I think that's fair. And my feelings on that are like, if you're not making it obvious to somebody that you like them on these shows, mm -hmm. chances are you might like them, but it's not like some crazy strong feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's, she's, she's made her decision that she's going to pick Hushin, but it's not, anything so strong that she's like really fighting for it i think part of it is also just like her personality is so big and bubbly and cute that it's hard to distinguish like is she being cute at me or is she just always cute like like it could be really hard to tell like that adds to the being difficult to tell that she's actually into somebody from hushin's perspective yeah 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 but like when she was really into, really into somebody like she talked about it all the time with the girls oh yeah you know yeah. like I don't think she ever got to the point with Hushin where she was, like, basically, uh, I think the girl said a bunch of times, like, oh, we don't even know where Jimin is anymore. Yeah. Because, like, we know the Jiwon stuff's not working out, but she hasn't then started talking about another guy in the house. So, yeah, yeah, I I think it got to a point where Jimin, Jimin's still on the show, and she's going to participate in the show, and I think she enjoys dating people and having a good time, mm -hmm. and she's, yeah, like, we'll talk about it more later, but she's, like, she is a really good casting choice for the show. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I got the sense that even though she's picking Hushin, it's not something that's crazy strong, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And he's even said in earlier episodes where, like, like he enjoys spending time with her, but he's he still wasn't sure if it was, like, he enjoyed dating her or just, like, friend hang out with her. You know, like, it was, it was, uh, he couldn't figure out what side of the line he was on for that. So, again, mm, yeah. do not blame him for not picking her. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do think she is authentic, though, like, when it comes to her enjoy. Like, she talks about always wanting to be in love and stuff. Like, I mm -hmm. think she enjoys love and dating and flirting and all these things, um, which is why I think she might have had the most fun on the show out of anybody. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, there was a stretch <laughs> where she was kind of, like, hooked on G1 and was nervous and it was maybe making her upset and stuff. But like, I feel like towards the end, there were a lot of moments where like, there were like some shots where like everybody was kind of like in their heads about stuff. And she's just like smiling. <laughs> like she's having a good time. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I appreciate Jimin on this. show, despite maybe not, she never, never having like, she was never really that close. I think to having a real relationship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. Um, and it, her age is also a big factor of that. Definitely. Like, like, wouldn't you love to see a like a twenty eight year old Jimin? Like, oh yeah, actually have a chance with these guys <laughs> on these shows. Yeah, that's definitely. I think that would be super interesting. But by the time she's that old, will she she be different? Will Will the spark be the same? Who knows? Maybe, maybe part of what makes her this cute bubbly thing is is her youthful innocence and hasn't gone through you know been squashed by life so yeah, much yet. That's very possible. Um, yeah, that's definitely true. That could be that could that could be affecting it. <laughs> <laughs> um all right anything else on g-men nope. you want to talk about all right hushin yeah he went on that date with g-men <laughs> no he gets a g-men and a g-young date that's true he does get a g-young date and i think maybe again but he 
makes it clear that he's going to pick Jiang, or at least to Jiang. He's really making it seem Jiang like I'm going to pick you. Like he's like I like yeah. you. He actually likes say telling some of you you like them on the show is a pretty big deal. Yeah, if you use the phrase "I like you." <laughs> but what sucks is like the beginning of this date is Jiang basically kind of gushing about Gyori and how she's like her feelings about him have changed and. And it's like, yeah, he just never gave up on, you know, trying to be with me or whatever. And he was always there being like supportive and whatever. And I just feel the look on Hushin's face is like, I just gave up pursuing you to support you. And how is it not me? Like, you know, like I, I, I could see him thinking like, have I not been doing the same thing? Why? Why did it turn around for that guy and not for me? Yeah. And it's like, it's weird to think about like. Well, if you had been like a little mean and then apologized for it, <laughs> that was the move. <laughs> Although I don't think he ever knew what happened between them, right? He had asked yeah, about it. He, and like, no one has him, no so. idea. I don't think Mingyu yeah. knows either. I, I think it's literally like G1 and like G1 probably doesn't want to talk about it because it's like kind of yeah. admitting defeat if he talks about it. Mm-hmm. And then Gyal Ray never told anybody. So I don't know. Ooh, but Yisu was there. She probably told Mingyu. Yisu was there, yeah. Um, but she wasn't there for the apology. Neither That's was true. neither was Jiwon. So yeah. And maybe she wouldn't want to tell Mingyu because it was all in regards to Ji Young being like, "I'm totally in on Mingyu." So fuck you guys. So, <laughs> yeah, who that, that too. <laughs> yeah. At one point, did Jimin like imply that she'll be she'll like wait for Hushin for like after the show? That's how like the host chose to interpret what she was saying at one point. Yeah. So she also was kind of like, "Don't worry, like you can, you can pick Ji Young, and then and then we can when that doesn't work out, we can, yeah. you know, we'll be friends or whatever." Yeah. Like I think Jimin is still down to date Hushin after the show's over, yeah. even even if she's not like like super head over heels for him. Mm-hmm. He's still, you know, still a fun yeah. person to date. <laughs> regardless. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, there's there's still a chance for Hush, the Hushin and Jimin, even though. They didn't pick each other. <laughs> yeah. But still, the age. The, what, Hushin's what, like 31, I think? So it's like a seven-year mm. gap. It's yeah, pretty significant like when, like, like Jimin is like 24, which is actually like 22, 23. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I think seven years is pretty significant for that age. For man. that age, yeah. yeah. Um, We'll talk about Hushin more when we get to casting. Right? <laughs> okay. Leave some positive. Sure. <laughs> yeah. He was um, my favorite. I liked him. Yeah. I thought Hushin had, like, great, like, he was really good with his words towards yeah. the end of the show. Like, when he had to do these kind of, like, self-reflective moments on these these dates, which I think, I think they're, like, a little bit encouraged by production to do them. Yeah. And then yeah, he's really sense. good. And the, there's a couple of, like, they all have to sit down for one-on-ones at the end. I think he's good on those. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, again, it's something super awkward to do. uh and then yeah there's gonna be a a segment where they like have to like they like go around and like say what they appreciate about each other and i think he was like it's like funny again in that and yeah (laughs) yeah because does he get his his thing appreciating uh mingyu mingyu (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. okay that was great (laughs) i was so jealous i am sorry (laughs) yeah he basically like apologized to mingyu for like For just like giving him shit the whole time. <laughs> yeah, giving him shit the whole season about like all the girls being into him. And then he's like he's like, I apologize and thank you for going along with it so well. <laughs> like he was like <laughs> and I, like it actually is pretty good of Mingyu to not 
overreact to this guy kind yeah. of teasing him the whole time. Like he's mm-hmm. aware that it's a joke the whole time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So both I think Mingyu the Mingyu and Hushin dynamic was it was pretty good. One yeah. of the best dynamics of the season, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Mingyu next. Okay. The 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 mystery man that I could never figure out this whole entire season. <laughs> he went on that barely a grocery date with Yisu. Mm-hmm. And then he does get the last date with Ji Young. Last date of yeah. the show. He finally is able to like kind of explain himself. Um like kind of. Like yeah. just the bare minimum of explaining himself. Yeah. Like he doesn't explain why, and maybe he did at the time, but it's not in the show. It's like he pulled back because he could feel that he was gonna really like her if he like let him spend himself spend time with her and, and try to like her. But he didn't want to. So he like was afraid of having more feelings for her and like pulled back and was not clear about that to her at all. Mm-hmm. But he he never really says why he is scared of feelings when he's on this dating show and why it's specifically her that like makes him feel weird. Yeah. So that's still unclear. Yeah. I uh I found this to be super unsatisfying. Yes. This, this explanation. And the like if there's there's some information out there with, that makes me kind of believe what Mingyu's saying, but my gut reaction is just to be like Mingyu is not good with words and not good at like breaking up with rejecting people. Rejecting people, yeah. Yeah, rejecting people. So this is like some bullshit excuse that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. But then like we had that information previously in the season that like Mingyu's like ex-girlfriend was like also a flight attendant or something. <laughs> flight attendant. Yeah. And then also like I think Mingyu has said on the show like the girls that he's dated in the past are like Ji Young. So however he yeah. views Ji Young, he's seeing like similarities between Ji Young and the his like past girlfriends. Mm-hmm. So maybe like what Mingyu is saying is actually what's going through his head. Like it's it's super unfair to Ji Young. Yeah, and he should have been upfront about it earlier. Uh yeah. I mean, like I I still believe even even though Mingyu picked Yisu every time, and I believe that now. Or the, mm-hmm. at the yeah, end. like <laughs> I still believe he had feelings for Ji Young at some point. Yeah, and I don't think it's that weird to like not talk about this. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a weird thing to talk about <laughs> with somebody, and then like no matter what, it's weird. Like I I don't think it's worth talking about. Like if he ends up liking Ji Young more than Yisu, like probably better not to t- talk about this, right? And then. But then he has to, like, explain himself at the end. It's like, this is partially the reason. But also, like, I don't know. It would have been nice. What would have been more satisfying if he was like, yeah, Yisu and I really connected. And then they had a flashback of all these moments where him and Yisu, <laughs> like, were super cute together. And it was amazing. And we didn't get to see no it. But now we're seeing found. it now. But it's like, <laughs> it's so unsatisfying because the explanation, if it's true, is like outside of the production of the TV show to the point mm-hmm. that we can't understand it. Yeah. And it's frustrating because like the girl he is going to pick, we don't have any evidence as to why he's picking her. So just that she's the least complicated one, I think is is honestly what it came down to. And then we can get to one of the, there's a comment from we got this week from a listener. Uh let me pull it up. Uh Bernie mm-hmm. on YouTube. 
he he let us know and i do not keep up with like the rumors going around yeah as the season's going on but apparently mm-hmm. at some point there was a rumor that mingyu and yisu were like together and like they were seen together because there was like a photo ah uh, okay and then who knows if like the fact that th- they like saw each other and it got leaked like maybe that had a, an impression on production and maybe production was like we're not gonna maybe production was like mad at them mm. potentially um but then uh, but then bernie also said that at some point they like leaked photos of mingyu with like jumi and ji young but then people were thinking like oh those photos were like fake or like staged uh, yeah, to yeah, like yeah. counteract the original photo <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> or something mm-hmm. so i don't know like I honestly can't tell if, like, was production just like, we're not going to make Yisu and Mingyu look super good on this show. Like, this, is they... our, this is your punishment. You're going to look like the least charismatic <laughs> couple I, ever. I, I, I want to not believe that. I don't think it's like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe like, maybe 90% of the Heart Signal audience keeps up with rumors. And this is a huge spoiler that blows the whole season. But for, to you and me, since we don't do it, it feels like, I don't know, it feels like majority of people aren't going to be, like, looking into who's who. I, mean, I don't know. I don't yeah, know what people do. Know. But, yeah. Either way, like, because, at least on this podcast, I was hyping up this Mingyu decision to be, like, the biggest decision of the season. Mm-hmm. And basically in these last couple episodes, I feel like they, like, throttled back off that. They pulled away yeah. from that and just kind of let us know that that's not go- like <laughs> it's not as much a decision <laughs> as it looks like it's going to be. Yeah. And then, but like, my question is we can talk about this morning. We talk about production, I guess. But like, my question is why is Mingyu the main character of the show? <laughs> like, I did, feel... he, did he have to be the main character of the show? Like, I honestly feel it comes down to the cuteness of his dates with Jimin in the beginning. Like, she did him a solid and made him main character on the show by just being cute as fuck when they went on dates. And then that just transitioned to the rest of it. Okay. Let's save it a little bit. We'll talk about it more. Okay. Uh, you want to talk about ji before we dive deep sure. into production talk? Okay. Well, we've talked about everybody else she's interacted with, so <laughs> what is left yeah. for ji Um Yeah, so she went on a date with ji Wan, Gyalrae, and Min-Gyu. Uh... Wait, and Hushin, right? She went and Hushin. She and, went on dates oh, with all yeah. the guys. Yeah. See, like, why isn't... Like, Jiang was a main character, but I feel like she should have been, like, the most main character, not even yeah, close. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I don't know why that isn't the case, but, um, yeah. Overall, my, I would say my these, like, last two episodes, though, it's, just, like, it's tough for her that she just has to, like, keep rejecting these guys over and over <laughs> again, basically. Yeah. This is why that, that like, quiet persistence sucks. Because she has to keep going, no, I'm sorry. Or just sit there and smile politely while they emotionally dump all their feelings at her feet again. Again. But. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. There's got to be, like, some people that would enjoy this. Like, being (laughs) liked by so many guys. But watching Jiang, it looks like she's definitely uncomfortable and wishes that, you know. Yeah, she feels super bad. For all of them yeah. that she's not interested in, you know? Like, she kind of just wishes, like, at least two of these guys would just get over her. You know? Make <laughs> yes. her life a little easier. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Then we've already talked about, yeah, Yao Ray's determination working in the end, supposedly. In this case, in this case, like it is. And in this, the way he goes about it is better than the normal story we get. Like it is him being like a supportive person instead of just like, I'm going to keep asking her out or I'm going to keep texting her and it's just going to work out or whatever. Um, There's a, there's like a ramp actually a kind person in it, which is the difference that is important to me. Well, I I wouldn't say like guys that have had this strategy or women maybe that have had this strategy also, but I, I wouldn't say anybody's like not kind throughout their attempts. I wouldn't go that far. But, well, there is a certain, like, blindness to the effect it has on the person they're pursuing. Like, think Jiwon through all of this season before this last episode where he finally, like, Jumi finally made him realize that he was being a burden to Ji Young, you know? I guess. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I like, as much as I see that it's, like, it's, like, Ji Young is having a hard time rejecting these guys, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, I yeah. don't really feel... I don't feel that bad for her that like she's on a show and all the guys like her, you know, it's like, I don't, <laughs> I don't really feel bad for her from that respect. Um, but I think with Gyaure, it's more that he actually, there was actually like a change over time that kind mm-hmm. of helped. Whereas yeah. like, I don't think G1 really changed over time. Yeah. That's accurate. You know? And mm-hmm. a lot of times when we see guys that don't succeed with the strategy, it's kind of like, I don't know. I like, they don't really, open themselves up anymore it's just at least the mm. edit we get is always just like hey i still like you hey i still like you yeah and maybe that's maybe that's just the edit we get when it doesn't it's not gonna work out and maybe Gian did try different things and opened up about stuff and we just didn't get to see it because it would have made it too confusing mm. but galray is like pretty bad at dating in the beginning of the show <laughs> and then yeah yeah and then he like actually has a moment and starts being good at dating basically so I don't know. Yeah. I, it was a little bit different of, yeah, like you said, it's, it is different this time. I don't know if I, I'm trying to think of anybody else we've seen that has had an edit like that. Like when they, well, usually like the, when the guy, the, the determined guy gets the girl in mm-hmm. the end, I don't know if they really have like a change. Yeah. I, I don't think season. so. It's more just, I think we're being misled about how much the girl was into them the whole time. <laughs> so yeah. what, what I think. Um, yeah, that's fair. So yeah, Gower's a little bit, little bit unique in that sense of his story. But yeah, we did talk about Jiang's dates already, mostly. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's. Uh, yeah, so then we we have this segment about where they like go around the room, and I think like each person that we get to see, like each person like eulogizes another person on the season. Essentially, <laughs> is what it is. Yeah, and then yeah, Hushin, what Hushin said about Mingyu was great. Yeah, apologizing yeah. <laughs> in the final hour of the mm-hmm. show. Um, but I have to say, when they got to Jumi, oh, absolutely, talking about Jiyoung, and then Mingyu talking about Gaorei, I was tearing up. Like this yeah. shit was so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jumi's was kind of out of nowhere. Like I get that they were talking to each other the whole time, but like the amount of appreciation that Jumi had for Jiyoung, and maybe yeah. it's just Jumi being extra emotional maybe in this moment of like the show being over but it sounded like Jiang was like she made Jiang seem like like the best friend of all time yeah yeah <laughs> I, I will say on these shows I, I tend to not believe in the romances that come out of them but here are some friendships that I think are, might be 
authentic and, and last me on the show. Yeah, I mean, it, like, she's tearing up. And it, so it feels super authentic. Other than that, you could say it's, like, more of, like, the show being over is maybe yeah. how her brain is thinking about it. But, yeah. And then Mingyu talks about Gyalrei and how, I don't know, what like, what I forget what kind of stuff he said, but I, it made me tear up, too. It was kind of just, like, yeah. their friendship as roommates and mm-hmm. Gyalrei was always there for him and his lowest points and stuff yeah every time he was in a sad hoodie on his bed yeah 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 (laughs) yeah maybe the the two most beautiful moments of the season were in this season honestly (laughs) yeah yeah it was awesome to watch yeah i super again it's the the journey was so good Mm -hmm. (laughs) even though i hate i hate one half (laughs) of the ending but (laughs) yeah and like we said they all do the the private one-on-ones before the final decision right it must yes. have been before the final decision um yep. any of the specific one-on-ones you want to talk about i think you mentioned one of them but yeah that was the only one that really stuck out to me everything else is just nice <laughs> it's so produced that it's awkward and it basically like the stuff that they say to them here is kind of like the sub the stuff they say to them when they call them in their final decision yeah <laughs> pretty yeah. much um and they don't show every one-on-one. It's just, like, the ones that the show has set up. I think everybody does meet with everybody one-on-one, if I had yeah, to guess. Yeah, but not all of them are. Like, we don't need to see Jimin and Gyaure awkwardly yeah. chat for two minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they just say nice stuff to each other, basically. Uh, but it's a little little produced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we get to the final decision. And we already talked about that. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you want to talk about first with with production stuff you want to talk about casting you want to talk about the editing strategy what do you want to let's talk about casting Casting, because i feel like i'm gonna go off the rails on editing okay okay (laughs) so casting i think we just talk about like let's go through each person like talk about who we like and like who we could get rid of and like is this uh the word people you often use like archetypes Mm. which we, I guess we, we haven't really talked about archetypes for these shows. But yeah, we haven't. We we talk about like you know, like the hot one, and then there, there are archetypes <laughs> out there, but yeah, I don't talk about archetypes that much. But but we can just say like somebody like this. It's like this is these are the people we want to see, and then somebody like this maybe maybe you just pass on them next time. <laughs> yeah, want to go through in the same order? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Juwan. I don't like somebody on the show who's not there for a bunch of the time because they're at work. It seems like that was a bad pick. Yeah. I think Jiwon is an archetype that they always cast on these shows. So basically, so he's like, he's not, is he a doctor? I don't know if if he's officially a a doctor. or He's like a doctor. He's an intern, but he's going to be a doctor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like there's always a doctor on these shows. Yeah. And then I'm thinking back to like Singles Inferno 2. I think like the doctor, the personality of the doctor is more confident how, and outgoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which isn't always the case. Like in, I think in Heart Signal too, the doctor character is more passive, for sure. Mm. Yeah. So it's not always the case, but like G one is very much like probably if you're making a comparison to Singles Inferno, like he's like Dong Wu. Yeah. That's yeah. like the archetype that they're filling. So I don't know. I don't need I don't need a doctor on every season. Like maybe this is the thing that people need. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I there is an element of like they love these like because it's like their occupations and ages are like secrets for the first day 
or like 24 yeah. hours. I don't know. They love the reveal they of love, the doctor. They milk the reveal <laughs> of the age occupations. Like they love this because it's like the age thing I get because it's like built into the language structure. But mm-hmm. like the, I don't know. Like would I ask somebody what they like their occupation? Yeah, but I like wouldn't be weighing it unless it was like something I really hate. Like, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I think they just love this reveal of like, oh my god, he's a doctor, <laughs> and yeah, I don't need that. So, <laughs> what about the confident guy part and, of it? And I also don't need that. I don't. Okay. I don't need the overconfident guy who thinks everybody would just like him if they got to know them. <laughs> I don't need that either. Yeah. Fair. Now I get why, like, maybe you want somebody to look like like a little silly and stupid, and mm. maybe maybe you want that on the show. I don't know, but you do need somebody to break the ice on the first day. Like, I think first day G one was not bad. G one, he came in and like got people like talking and moving around a little bit yeah he was the one he was like the one guy that wasn't just sitting there like he was being like i don't know asking about things and I, yeah, yeah i see i see what you're saying he got the ball rolling yeah but it's not like these maybe episode one would have been worse if g1 wasn't there but like yeah which i guess there is a sense of an aspect of like they want the season to start out good oh yeah he is strong first episode. So maybe that's his role. Maybe that was Gian's entire role this season was just to get the ball rolling and then, <laughs> and then go to work. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't need it. I what what I like to see on these shows. I would like everybody to be so likable that it's actually conf- like hard for everybody to choose. You know what I mean? Mm, and maybe yeah. that's maybe that's just like not how it would ever work. Like you're no matter how great like. Four, like if you give somebody four options no matter how great all the options are like they're always going to be like oh this is my person right yeah it's like you line up like if you line up a bunch of tens like you're always going to think somebody's an 11 like <laughs> like something like that like it's yeah 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 my like if i was like giving production or casting notes on this like i would be like you know don't don't worry about people's occupation so much when you when you <laughs> when you cast people on the show. Like I mean, worry enough in that like they should be able to get off of work and be on the show the whole time. That yeah, like know? that's that 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 part of it's like duh, like don't do this. <laughs> like I can't believe they did that. But even even if G one was available the entire time, I still think I still think he would be about the same character. Mm. And I, I this kind of archetype. I'm fine if they just don't do it again. I don't need yeah, this. That's fair. Okay. What about Jumi, Sarah? Jumi's great. Cool lawyer, kind person. Loved her. Yeah. I think Jumi's in the right spot where she's like a unique person and is still likable enough that, you know, guys will be interested in her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I think she's good cat. I think she is good ultimately. Like I, I had my issues with her in the beginning. Which yeah. is more of just like me personally would not would be like I would be like off put by some of the comments she had. Yeah, yeah. As like her trying to be the older sister or whatever. But by the end, I, I did end up thinking she was pretty good when it was all said yeah. and done. My one thing is like it, it, again, I I don't know what the casting process is and how much they could really know this, but like if she is kind of the person that isn't going to fight when mm. she likes she like somebody like is that a kind of like i kind of think like 
okay, she like Yaori the best by the end, but she wasn't like crazy about it, and that's why she didn't fight for it. Like I, I I'm not convinced she wouldn't fight for somebody she was really into. Mm-hmm. Okay. But but that is she too passive for a show? If she yeah. if she was really into Galray and it, her personality is like this is what she does. This is her personality. Like even if she likes somebody, she like puts their needs so far ahead of hers that she basically helps them get with somebody else. Like she is too good of a person for this show. <laughs> is that yeah? Is that good? Is that good casting? If somehow they knew that that if that was Jumi's personality, and I don't even think that that's actually Jumi's personality. Um, I would say you yeah. stay, away, stay away from that. Yeah, that is hard to figure out, but yeah, not exactly most beneficial to the show if they just kind of give up. Yeah, but she, yeah, she gave us a lot of cute moments of just like showing her like caring mm-hmm. for people. Yeah, once she kind of stopped being the the mom of the house, I think I that's when <laughs> <laughs> at least we stopped. They stopped showing us the moments where she was like the mom in the house, and that's. <laughs> That's, yeah, I think yeah. that's when I started warming up to her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Yisu. Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, what? Uh, what? What is, what is a Yisu? Yisu? <laughs> Yisu is a definitely a person you add in partway through, but there's a lack of personality. I feel like I I don't know what she, what her personality is at all. But if so, it just feels like flat and like like she doesn't bring much to the show other than some confusing times with Mingyu. Yeah, and especially like we have to think of it in the context of like okay, they casted Yisu to be a game changer, right? Yeah. So, I don't know, what's the role? What like what type of person should be a game changer? And it like is it somebody like Yisu who's like quote unquote the hot one? Like is that <laughs> is that I think I think you do want the hot one to be the game changer, but you also want somebody who's a little bit different than the people who are already in the house, you know? Okay. And she is, but not in a way that I would have would have wanted on the show because I don't know, like, like what is like her? How would you describe her personality? Uh, undefined. I, I, <laughs> I I'm not willing to say she doesn't have one, but I did not see one that I could identify. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I still think you, like Yusu could be like super funny, and her and Mingyu are laughing, but like maybe they're laughing and. It's not super obvious what they're laughing about. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on with Yisu. Um, so I, I would be curious. I'd be curious to, like, watch the alternate reality where Yisu is in the house from the beginning. Oh, okay. And because if she's, quote unquote, the hot one, like, I remember, like, the guys all had that moment in the beginning where they were like, oh, did you see that girl when, like, Ji Young got yeah, up and walked yeah. away? But like, is mm-hmm. is Yisu supposed to be that girl if she was there? Maybe I don't know. I honestly can't tell. So, but I think what makes her the like game changer character instead of a starting character is like she seems like she's going to be more persistent and like aggressive, which is what you like need for somebody who comes in late. Like, I don't think Ji Young would do well as a a late add in. You know, she's too yeah, Ji-young passive would not be. and yeah, yeah. Ji Young and Jumi would not be good game changers. Yeah, I don't think. How about, how about Jimin? We come though? in and be a bubbly, charming. Yeah, yeah, she would be good. Yeah, like is it, it potentially is this show is this season better? Again, Jimmy would be super young. Well, let's say like a twenty eight yeah. year old Jimin with a similar mm-hmm. personality. Yeah, comes in and then Yusu's there in the beginning. Yeah, that 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 might have been better. I don't know. 
yeah, that would probably be pretty good. Yeah. I, I think someone like Jimin is a better game changer than yeah. Yisu for me. Because what's also so weird about Yisu is, like, we got nothing. Like, they, she had <laughs> to go on it outside of Mingyu, I'll say. Like, even with Mingyu, we didn't get much. But we got nothing with any of the other guys. Like, she had to go on a date with Gyal Ray, and it was just, like, instantly, like, we are having a strategy date and a lot, we're making an yep. alliance and we're not, this is not a romantic date from the start. And if she's like, I don't understand. Like if she's supposed to be this great game changer choice for whatever reason, she should be having excellent dates. Like she should be good on a date. We didn't even get like, like who should helped her find her phone. Cause they happened to run into each other in the streets. Yeah. And, but oh, in, like, I'm pretty one... sure she went on a date with Jiwon that we just didn't see any of, right? Yeah, but even that was probably like a leftover date. Yeah, like it was like everybody had the date that night, and it was just mm-hmm. like these are the last two. And yeah, they totally edited it out of the show. I don't know. It's just so weird to me that as a game changer, like we didn't get anything from anybody, and even Mingyu was like it took to like even Mingyu's like reason at the end of the show is not like. I'm picking Yisu because Yisu is awesome. It's like, I'm not picking Ji Young because I'm afraid of Ji Young. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, like, he's he's picking Yisu because she's uncomplicated. How can the game changer on the show not have moments where, like, the the guys are, like, talking about her? It's just so yeah. weird. I, I, I'm, I don't understand at all what happened with Yisu on the show. Yep, I agree. Okay. It's a misstep for, maybe just, for the game changer. Maybe just, cast. you know, maybe just... Don't just cast people because they're attractive. That's a, that's their next <laughs> next piece of advice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We need the charisma to go with the looks. Yeah. And there's plenty. Uh, there has to be plenty of people out there. Yeah. Oh, the other thing that Bernie said in his comment was like, oh, so it sounds like the photo might have been leaked before Yisu was even on the show. Some people uh. are like, oh, the girl, like the girl that's going to be the chain game changer on the show is going to like end up liking Mingyu. And maybe that's what maybe that's why the editors were just like the jig is up. Everybody knows like I'm, we're not gonna waste time pretending like Yisu likes other guys or that other guys like Yisu because everybody already knows. I, maybe that's what they. I decided. guess I don't know. Super. Weird. But still, they should have cast somebody that other guys would also like to, you know, as the game changer. Yeah, yeah. I think they could have done better. All right, Gal Ray. I'm on the fence about Gal Ray. I'll be honest. Okay. I uh up until the last three episodes or whatever it was, yeah. when he finally apologizes. I feel like we were on the same page, like Yao Ray was pretty much a dud at this yeah. point, right? Yeah. He really turned it around at the end of the season. And like the situation in which he like won over Ji Young is mm-hmm. like so like like low percentage chance of happening. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. To the Absolutely. point where, like, I don't really believe that it's, like, super serious from Ji Young's side. Mm-hmm. And, it, 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 like, basically, like, all the chips had to fall perfectly for Gyal Ray to end yes. up with somebody in the end. And he, like... But at the same time, I don't have any strong reasons for why he, like, shouldn't be on the show. So he's kind of in that, like, like if you're struggling... Like, if you're struggling to fill out a cast, I don't think Gyal Ray is, like, a terrible choice. But I'm, I, I'm not... I would not be excited to watch like somebody like Yao Ray again. Mm. I wouldn't be like pumped about that. But I also there are worse choice there are worse choices is what I'll say. Yeah. I will say that not that he was too old for the show, but the age gap between him and the youngest person was like too big. Where like 
that kind of eliminated people off the field as to who would potentially like you know you're never gonna get Jimin and Gare on a date and it's gonna be believable yeah so like this is not a specific knock event against Gare and his age it's just like the spread of ages across the whole cast was a little awkward in that way yeah and I I forget the order in which they revealed the ages but I remember thinking at one point like oh Gare's 35 like that's the oldest we've ever seen the show and I was actually a little like oh like that's a good idea because then you can have like older women on the show and they actually mm-hmm. have somebody that's older than them and then yeah. all the women ended up being like younger than all the guys exactly except, except for except for uh uh Jiwon so mm-hmm. I was a little surprised by that like because we we've seen seasons where like a woman is like 31 but then she's older yeah. than all the guys and then Based on and the she wants we... somebody who's older, and yeah, most of the guys want somebody who's younger, so yeah. it just like doesn't work out. It's it's like not as bad as being the super young guy, but it's like the next worst thing probably is being like the oldest woman. That's actually yeah. like if you're the oldest person the season and you're a woman, it's probably a bad spot. Yeah, but like this because Gallery was thirty five, and I don't know. I feel like maybe they don't take age into account. They don't think about age too much when they do these things and they try to cast on personality, which when it comes to like Jimin, I think G- even though Jimin's way younger than everybody, I think she's worth having on the show. Oh, absolutely. And then Galray's way older. So I don't know. Galray's like right on the fence to me. Like he'd be like a last second. Yeah. Yes or yes or no for me. And it would be less of an issue if they stuck with the premise of you can't reveal ages for longer than a day. But just given how integral that is to the language, everybody would lose their minds. So they can't really yeah. stick with that. The show also loves the moment. This happens every season where like like they'll speculate speculate about ages and then like one of the guys will like be so confident that they start thinking another one of the guys is like younger than them. And then mm-hmm. they're like and then they're wrong and then it turns into this whole like awkward apology. Moment. Again, thing. like a, <laughs> Is it really worth casting to set up these moments? Like, I, I can't actually tell, like, does Gal Ray, when you don't know Gal Ray's age, does he actually appear younger? Which, but that's what, like, I think, uh, I mean, I've said many times that he's got big grandpa energy, so I don't know. That... Did you say that before we found out his age, though? Ooh. I forget. I forget what no. we said when we were predicting. Because we find, like, it's the second day they reveal it, right? Like, they, they tell them so fast. Yeah, on the show they did it pretty fast, yeah. But that G1, who was actually the youngest person of the season, thought that the oldest person in the season was younger than him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I maybe that's the reason Galray was cast. Like the producers are like, "Oh yeah, people are gonna think he's young. We'll get that moment mm-hmm. we love." <laughs> but maybe I hope they're not casting just for that just moment. for the age surprise. Yeah. Oof. But that's uh, so fleeting. Yeah. yeah. Would you Would you be up for seeing Galray? Because, like, these shows are pretty early on, but, like, in, like, American versions of these shows, like, eventually, like, they might, like, a person's still not in a relationship or they're not in a relationship. Oh, and then they bring them back, yeah. Yeah, they bring them back for a second chance. Like, would you want to see Gao Rei again? If, like, say, Late season Gao Rei wouldn't be bad. That's true. He could be. I mean, it's weird. It is weird that But I think he would reset, like, with a new group of people. He would be, like, awkward to start and need to build up again. Yeah, because, like, he's already 35. It's not like he's, it's not like if we see Jimin again in four years, like she might be a totally different person. It's like Gail Ray's probably going to be pretty similar. Yeah. He's finished um, speaking, you know, he's, he's not going to yeah. make big 
personality changes. He might be more used to the again, like maybe his nervousness was kind of came from like being on a the TV situation. Show. Yeah, yeah, and the you know you know that like we don't see how kind of weird it is to like have cameras right in your face while you're on a date, but like maybe, <laughs> maybe he wasn't good yeah. with that, and maybe. Maybe, maybe he's better with it now. Yeah. If he was, yeah, if he had it from the beginning, maybe we would we would have appreciated him more the entire season. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right on the fence. Maybe I've talked myself into. I'd I'd see. I'd watch Gallery. Again, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, Jimin, we've kind of oh, absolutely, hundred percent. She belongs on every show. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the age since age is such a big deal. It seems like I think it's tough to be like the student on these shows yeah i think especially for guys but even for girls i think uh so yeah it's like if i was in casting i'd be like wow this girl's like exactly what we want like i wish she was older but we we can't pass up on Mm -hmm. like g-man has to be on the show so absolutely you just roll the dice and maybe you get maybe you maybe you get like a match out of it but if not, you get some cute ass content regardless. Yeah. I also am glad that like they found Jimin, they cast her on the show, and they didn't like cast like people of certain ages around her. Like they just mm, yeah. Now maybe I wish they for some people we I wish like uh, like Jiwon. I hope I wish they had found somebody better than Jiwon who maybe was closer to Jimin's age. Mm. Maybe that's like where they could have improved, but they didn't like not cast Giao Rei because Jimin's on the show. You know what I mean? Like they, right. they yeah. should just be trying to find like eight good people to be on the show and not, yeah, not like totally blow their casting by being like, okay, since Jimin's twenty four, we have to make sure everything's centered around her. But I think Jimin is like very exactly what I want to see on these shows, basically. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, uh, Hushin. I mean, I enjoyed Hushin thoroughly. Yeah, I think Hushin's another. He's a great game changer. He's tall and like mysterious at first, yeah. and then is silly and fun. Yeah, I think Hushin is like almost like the ideal guy you're looking for when you're casting for the show. For the show in general, or like a game changer position? Oh, yeah. uh, probably. I mean, if you're gonna if you're if you're married to the game changer idea, like he probably mm-hmm. he's probably the best for game changer. But even in general, mm, just yeah, get him on the show. Good on the show, yeah. Uh, he's like he was 31 which is like a pretty good age for a guy on the show like he's probably going to be older than every woman so mm-hmm. that's good and then he's like up front he's like the muscular guy like he's yeah the, yeah he's tall like who should not singles inferno we want to see that right <laughs> yes that okay. would be great yeah put this man on a beach yeah like get rid of get rid of dong Wu on singles inferno give me Hu, give me hushin on singles inferno hell yeah oh, that season would have been so much better i know yes right? let's go i mean the man brought his snail to the house it was great yeah. that was awesome <laughs> so he's he's attractive he's he's different looking he's really funny but then he's also like in touched enough with his emotions to be able to speak through things intelligently with people like he's just all around got all the yeah all the things you want I think I think it's funniness alone is was the reason to cast him. Yeah. Like and all that other stuff is just like, wow, you're like this one quality is good enough to cast you, but you actually have all the qualities we we are looking for. <laughs> so yeah, I think Hushin is pretty much like the ideal type for this show these yeah. shows. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. I do uh, Hushin could be on every season. I think it would be fun. <laughs> I mean, I hope his he, he 
if he's looking for love, I hope he doesn't be on every season of the show. <laughs> that would mean those sorts of things are not working out in in you know the long term. But but yeah, it's just timing. Watch him on Sarah, TV it's bad timing. <laughs> maybe maybe he just doesn't. Maybe if he wasn't a game changer, you know. Oh, okay, yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> All right, Mingyu. Oh, what is a Mingyu? This is tough. I want to hear what you got to say about Mingyu. This is so hard because I feel like my entire perception of Mingyu has been completely fucked by the edit. Yeah. But on a certain level, he is also somebody who does not communicate well. And that is not helpful for my enjoyment of the show, but is maybe helpful to production while they're trying to make things confusing or surprising. I I don't know. I started out feeling good about Mingyu in the beginning of the season, and it's just been progressively worse as it's gone on. Yeah, like I don't think being good at communicating is like how good you are communicating is not a reason to cast or not cast you know because it can go either way where like you can get really cute movements or you can get really misunderstanding that lead to drama mm-hmm. so I, I don't think that really matters what's what's weird about Mingyu is like in a world where let's say none of the girls were into Mingyu like I Okay. Would is Mingyu? Would Mingyu have been fun to watch in the show? I don't know. Ooh, he had not been under pressure. Maybe like ultimately, like maybe the reason why all his dates were so good to watch was because either the girl was into him, so like some genuine flirting was happening, mm-hmm. or in the other case, it was dates with Jimin, and Jimin was making the dates really, really <laughs> good because Jimin's exactly what you want on these shows. But I think so, he was also contributing in the beginning with the gym. Like, I don't think she was, she was pulling a lot of the weight because she's just like amazing. But I think he also contributed to those dates being huge. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, now that, yeah, now that I look back on it. Yeah. I, I think, I think Mingyu's good. Like he had a lot of like funny, he's like the perfect, um, like shy archetype, I would say. Yeah. Where's somehow, and I, I don't know why, but like essentially everybody, like three of the four girls ended up being super into him <laughs> like i mm-hmm. and i don't know i'd i i would be curious to know if that's something that casting expected to happen or not because mm. <laughs> certainly when i first saw mingyu i did not think that that he was like <laughs> he would be that arch the archetype that gets the most girls into him but yeah, somehow he yeah. was yeah so I, I i don't know i i think he's like kind of a unique version of the shy guy or archetype mm, yeah so yeah I think I think he's good. I think we, I think he would have been funny even if he wasn't the main character. I think I would have enjoyed him better if he wasn't the main character. Yeah, ultimately, because yeah, probably. <laughs> because he was the main character, he was feeling a lot of pressure about all these girls being into him, and the edit did weird things to him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I agree with that. And then and then Gia. Well, I mean, everybody was in love with her, so she she can't have been a bad pick, right? Yeah, maybe a little like. And then I, I again, I don't think casting could have predicted this, but like everybody was into her, which <laughs> ultimately maybe wasn't ideal. And almost like, like this, I feel like this season almost became worst case scenario, mm, where yeah. or no, I guess worst case scenario. I think for this the this kind of show is like nobody picks anybody in the end. Yeah, and then it almost became like second worst case scenario where like one there's one match but like they did not have good content to show for that match so yep <laughs> uh so that i think they got really lucky that jiang decided to switch to gal ray like Absolutely. right in the, right towards the end and give us a couple that felt good 
Mm-hmm. So it's a little. I I don't think they expected Young to be like every guy likes her the most. Yeah, because you definitely like don't want that. You want yeah, don't there to be do. some movement, some options. You don't want most of your cast to be doing nothing. You know. Yeah, I guess there always is one girl, especially that I feel like gets a lot. It's a lot of attention. Yeah, lots more attention, and maybe that's kind of maybe that's like something that's built into like the nature of guys especially maybe in these kind of situations they put them in where like it becomes this like snowball effect of like once you see like enough guys into one girl then like people then also like all the other guys start seeing that one girl as like the most attractive i don't know that's that's weird it could be a thing i don't know okay it's like it's like okay this i don't know i'm trying to think about it they're just weird things where like we never really get a good reason why G One likes G Young. He just kind of decided it. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe it's just something about like stereotypical Korean beauty that I don't understand. Yeah, she might be like the closest to the standard, and maybe that's just what brings everybody in. And maybe it's because they, and maybe it's partially because they only have three guys and three girls at the beginning of the show. So it's like it's like. Here, choose your favorite out of these three people, and then once you choose, it just kind of like some a lot of people we see end up like they make a decision and then they're just kind of stuck on it. Yeah, and maybe something about Gian when she was one of three girls, it was just like, oh yeah, this is the one we like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I don't totally get it because I feel like the person I would have texted, I I feel like the person I would have texted like in the first day or whatever would have been Jimin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I, I, so I don't really, yeah, I guess I'm just not the person to, like, <laughs> I, I also think Gion's, like, super cute, and she's ultimately, like, the most, ends up being the most attractive on the show, partially because we get to see her perspective Yeah. yeah. Uh, more than anybody's, but, yeah, I think, yeah, I think Gion's good casting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like the show, I feel like the, the producers might have thought, like, oh, yeah, Yisu, everybody's gonna like Yisu. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save her to be the game changer that would really mix it up and then it was just like oh no everybody chose G Young. <laughs> i i don't know what they were going for with this isu stuff so yeah unclear i think they got a little they got close to like pretty bad scenario scenario yeah the definitely <laughs> and it's not Young's fault it's just like i guess these things just happen sometimes <laughs> yep they did their best with it i guess yeah but yeah, we we love people like Gian. Yeah, she has the right attitude overall. Pretty much, she handled her position on the show pretty well. I think. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Real champ for having to sit through all those dates yeah. with this guy. She wasn't into. It's a little bit of like I feel like there were like a little bit of times where like it would have been nice if, and this this is probably a production thing more than anything. It would have been nice if she could have just said like, "Yeah, I'm into Mingyu." <laughs> like, <laughs> like she said it eventually. <laughs> But, yeah. like, if it had happened earlier in the season, mm, yeah, maybe that would have been nice. But then again, we probably don't get the Galray moment if she says it earlier in the season, you know? That's true, yeah. So, like, her having to be vague enough that Galray couldn't tell what she was saying was, like, a big contributor to why Oh, yeah, why everything he kept, kept on. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so we like Jiang. Anything else you want to say about anybody that was casted? Um, I think that was it. It's basically just Jiwon and Yisu, right? Like, yeah. I think they were <laughs> they were the only two that I would say were below the the bar mm-hmm. on the casting. Everybody else was at least met the bar or was really great. Like the top, <laughs> the top for me are 
Jimin and Hushin, I think. Absolutely. Like they're just like like they are good at being on TV. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Hushin's like really perfect. And then Jimin's personality is like ideal. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else was good or just good acceptable. enough. Acceptable. Yeah. Good or acceptable, <laughs> which you know, I'm fine. I mean, there always yeah. feels like there's at least a couple of casting mistakes. Which mm. I, I'm not saying it's easy to do these things. I'm just <laughs> Yeah. Giving my notes on what I want to see in these <laughs> shows. I mean, yeah, and people people let us know like who uh, we get a lot of uh, feedback sometimes about our perspectives versus like the Korean audience perspective, and oh, yeah. I I can't always tell if it's like it's one person telling us what the Korean audience perspective is, so I don't actually know if it's like their perception of the Korean audience perception or oh, I don't yeah, know, yeah. you know what I mean? But like like I think at one point somebody messaged us and they I, it was like right after like the g1 jumi date mm-hmm. and they they told us that like oh everybody is shipping g1 and jumi after that episode oh yeah yeah and that was like not the vibe that we had uh, right like, i i forget exactly how you felt about it but i, I remember feeling like i don't think this is a thing like jumi's not dating somebody younger than her like oh yeah yeah absolutely she was not um, gonna do that so yeah, I, I'm curious what people like who people really, really liked this season. Yeah. Regard like if you kind of take out the like ending up in a couple in the end and just look at yeah, everybody individually. Like who do you Yeah, would you, you cast like? them? <laughs> yeah. Who who would you want to watch again? Yeah. You know, four years from now, like Heart Signal eight, G Min comes back. I'm in on that. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Hushin can be on the season too. <laughs> There's a whole future of start doing uh if this is the U.S. You just like start doing like crossovers of all the, <laughs> oh yeah, like singles inferno people with, <laughs> <laughs> with all these uh, hard hard transit love people. I don't think we need to see those people. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't finished that yeah. season. We haven't finished. We season, haven't but... finished it. We might you but... know turn around, but I mean, <laughs> I guess if you are talking about logical progressions, I guess you get couples together on heart signal, they break up, and then they go to transit love. You know. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's a pipeline that could exist. Yeah, wait till we talk about the casting decisions on Transit Love too, and production. Decisions that's gonna be that. that's gonna be a conversation. That's gonna be fun. Um. All right. Um. Yeah, anything else on the characters of the season that you want to talk about before we go? No. Into the let's, edit. Let's okay. Let's get talk into about this it. edit. Okay. <laughs> all right. What do you want to talk about, Sarah? <laughs> um. Oof. I am a little frustrated. With, like, this last episode, they basically tell you who's going to pick who before they tell us, you know, they actually show us. So it's not like we were leading to some big surprise, and yet they seem to bend over backwards to make the edit confusing and weird. So that way, ooh, maybe, whatever, we're questioning it the whole way through just for a fairly cut and dry, straightforward ending. Yeah. And, well, that, that does annoy me, but, like, at the same time... I'm saying like, oh, the the journey was good, you know, even though we don't like the destination. So overall, yeah. like, I still enjoyed the season, even though like it wasn't set, like the matches in the end weren't satisfying. But it's hard for me to tell if that is strictly a I don't like watching Yisu and Mingyu together, or did the edit contribute to that? Like, I don't believe them as a couple because I feel like I haven't been shown things that make sense with them as a couple yeah ultimately my best guess 
is that this TV show has to fill such a big time slot. <laughs> yeah. Because the simple fact that they do, they still do these prediction segments at mm-hmm. the end of the, each episode is like the biggest evidence that they very much are trying to fill a time slot. Because straight up, like the show would have been better. <laughs> like if you're listening to our podcast, I, I made it seem very intriguing <laughs> that the production is lying to us about the predictions and don't mm-hmm, trust mm-hmm. them. Don't trust them. They're trying to trick us. Don't trust them. <laughs> but in reality, they just gave us the answers <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> and like straight up, like the season would just be better if we didn't get updates at the end of each episode as to where everybody's so people at. Were picking, yeah. Yeah. Like we would just have to speculate ourselves. And, I, and this isn't a knock on the hosts because I think the hosts are great and I still don't mind I still don't mind them interjecting while they watch and then having mm-hmm. their little segments where they give their interpretation, basically do what we do on the podcast, but they're doing it in the middle like in between segments on the show. Yeah, like yeah. I think the hosts are actually really good on the show. But just take out this whole last segment. It would have made it way more interesting. But you got to fill up time. So how do you fix that? Exactly. And then the other more the other thing, yeah, in a perfect world where you just have to make the best story and you're not constrained to filling up a certain amount of time, you, you would just take it out. And then the other thing oh, you, yeah. I would take out is like, I think, I don't know, I was thinking about this, like, like maybe the process for editing the show is like, like you take all the dates and you kind of like edit the dates so that you just have like the good moments that you that are good TV, right? Uh-huh. And my guess is what happened when they did that is they were just like, damn, we got a lot of Mingyu content. <laughs> like <laughs> the dates that Mingyu went on were yeah. the best dates. Yep. And to me, like it would have been nice if or the story that I would have like preferred to have seen was give me the Mingyu and Jimin stuff at the beginning. Because that was mm-hmm. that was authentic and real from like Mingyu's side. Yeah. I still believe mm-hmm. that. And Jimin wasn't feeling it or whatever. And it fizzled out. And that's okay. It was still a great early story in the season. Yeah. But as soon as Yisu shows up on the show and whatever happens between Yisu and Mingyu, I kind of wish we just never saw them. <laughs> like, <laughs> not never, but... I kind of wish, like, the show didn't tease us with this yeah. Mingyu might pick Jiang thing. And even if Mingyu was into Jiang and was thinking about it at the time, the fact that the explanation that they're going to have for why Mingyu picks Yisu is not going to be satisfying. Because mm-hmm. if, if there was a satisfying story to be told, I, I think they would have told it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Because it's not satisfying, I kind of just wish they didn't tease us with it. Yeah, they should have gotten the standard people who hook up too early on a dating show treatment where they just yeah. see them in the background sometimes. Yeah. But I but at the same time, I understand if they do that, there are a bunch of good Mingyu dates that Mingyu, with whatever he yeah. is, like, not good with words, or they got drunk and he didn't really wasn't in, fully in control of what he was saying with Young. maybe mm-hmm. i don't know but there was a lot of good date content still out there that involved Mingyu. so they yeah it was i don't know if it was easier 
or what it was, but it was easier to fill time by making Mingyu the mm. main character, I guess, is what it was. Yeah. But, uh, like, even if you take Mingyu, kind of, like, Mingyu kind of, he's still going to be on the show, but maybe you make it more clear to the audience, like, how into Yusui is somehow, and I, maybe they just couldn't even do that, I don't know. But, like, it still would have been interesting to watch Ji Young's story from her perspective, like, if, if they really yeah. focus on her perspective, and, like, us knowing that Mingyu is definitely more into Yisu, but Jiang is, like, figuring it out. I think that still would have been a good yeah. story. And then, ultimately, like, Jiang, like, maybe you could have been a little less obvious with the Gyalrei stuff at the end, and then the decision could have actually been, it's not, like, is Jiang going to match with Mingyu, or is Jiang going to match with Gyalrei? It's just, like, is Jiang going to figure out that she should be picking Gyalrei or something? Mm, yeah, yeah. And, like... We, she's going to figure it out, and that was obvious to us because we saw the final date with Mingyu mm -hmm. as the yeah. audience. But like, what if they just didn't show us that date? Like, we would have been, oh, yeah. we would have been like, oh my god, what is Jiang gonna do? Yeah, and that would have been more satisfying than what we got instead. Yeah, the other, the other weird thing is that like, the host guessing again is like kind of messing up the show at the very end because they whatever like silly scorekeeping thing they're doing is like, mm -hmm. and they're supposed to be quote unquote, like winning money based on yeah. how well they do. I think like the final thing they do is like it, they have to guess the final predictions correct to like earn the money that they've accumulated yes. for the entire season or something mm -hmm. weird, which means like assuming that the hosts aren't in on, in on any productions like behind the scenes weirdness, like yeah, they're not acting. Yeah. Like, the show wants the host to get it right, I assume. I'm curious. Mm. I'm curious if, like, the hosts have ever gotten it wrong in the four seasons of this show. I'm going to oh. I'm guessing that they have not. But <laughs> Okay. That's um, interesting, yeah. So the show's more motivated to make it pretty clear in that last episode. And this isn't necessarily a bad strategy. Like, the show, like, wants the, at the very end, like, wants the audience to get it right so, like, they feel satisfied. Mm. But I think that this, like, not they, they waited too long to show where Mingyu was at. And maybe Mingyu didn't make it clear where he's at, and they didn't have a choice. But it, we waited. It, it took us so long to figure out where Mingyu was at that it didn't feel satisfying to see Jiyoung yeah. switch. Or it didn't, I don't know. There was something that's not satisfying about seeing Jiyoung switch so late and Mingyu pick a girl that just wasn't Jiyoung. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing is just getting rid of the. They're not going to do it. It's too ingrained in the the show. I in think, the concept but... of the show, yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious, like if, if people know if the Korean audience is like really into the prediction part mm. of it, or like even just like the majority of the audience of the show, do they really care about the prediction part that much? Yeah, that would be interesting to know. Because I, I, I don't care about it at all. <laughs> yeah, because like the we get segments sometimes where the hosts are talking about like, oh, everybody's wondering, is talking about Mingyu, everybody's talking about Jiang, and they talk about because they're like they're recording, they're recording their commentary like week to week as the show is coming out, so they get yeah. like updates from people in the streets or whatever <laughs> about what they <laughs> they think are about on the show. Korean Twitter or whatever yeah. and, and paying yeah. attention. Yeah, yeah. So. I never hear them talk about like, and I don't know why this would be in the show. It'd be really dumb, but like 
they never hear them talk about like, oh, I was talking to people and they were just like so pumped that they got the predictions right. Like just like, or, <laughs> yeah. pe- or like people were slamming me because my prediction was so bad last episode. Like, <laughs> or like mm, yeah. you know, like they never talk, like they never, we never hear like feedback from the audience via the host that like the prediction segment is worth talking about, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious. Does any if anybody actually likes it, <laughs> I could see doing it at the end. Like, if you want to build, like, have one final, one final yes. discussion, and it like draws out the the tension of it. It would be better if it, if like, if the show didn't make it so obvious who yeah. was picking who at the very end, and then they had this long discussion about the from the host, and then they had these like final predictions. Yeah, but as it stands with it just being so straightforward, it, it it's so inconsequential that yeah. it yeah. Yeah. Not interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Anything else you wanna talk about, Sarah? Oof, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. It's been a lot. I think it's we been a, it's been a long season. <laughs> I think we ended up talking about production stuff as we went a lot. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing we don't we used we used to do all the time, but we don't do them at the end of every episode anymore. Yeah. Do you wanna keep watching this show? Oh, um. Well, I mean, the season's over, so okay. yeah. But there's don't but be next another season? one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably watch it. Yeah. Like, would you? I like. I. I think it's. I think it's a good. I mean, I. I am a little disappointed by the prediction segment. Yeah. Like it now that I've seen it play out and was like really paying attention to it. Now I'm like, oh, the predictions are really a, a spoiler indicator of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it won't be as fun to like do the detective work next time i'm not sure um Mm, okay but if you go in knowing that it's not gonna be that it's gonna be pretty straightforward yeah like i feel part of the it was the disappointment of oh well okay this is just what it is but if you know that going in it might not be so disappointing that too yeah that it, it could work the other way you're right but yeah i i think this is a fun show to podcast about yeah, sure. definitely. So I yeah. think I think we'll keep it on our our, on our, radar. our our radar going forward. I don't know if there's yeah. I I kind of doubt there's been an announcement for Heart Signal Five, but where does it rank for you out of the three Ooh. shows that we've that we've watched? Singles Inferno, uh-huh. Heart Heart Signal, and Transit Love. I think that might be the order: Singles Inferno, Heart Signal, yes. Transit Love. Yeah, because I I have to say, if you asked me that question for like I don't know halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. For heart signal, if, uh, yeah. the season of heart signal, I was at the point where I was like, "Oh no, heart signal is doing it for me." It's like I like yeah. heart signal more than Singles Inferno, but this the way that it all ended here with and then the predictions just being what they were in the end. Yeah, I'm back to Singles Inferno being my favorite of the three. I think it's it part of it for me is there are so many episodes and there may be too many episodes for the amount it's, of content they yeah. have. You know. Because singles so if they on like, Netflix, it's better. Yeah, it, it's there. There's there's less episodes. Um, if there were more people, maybe, and you keep this number of episodes, then maybe things would be a little bit more chaotic, and you know, it would keep going longer. I don't know. There's some way to balance that out where this show gets snappier and would probably be closer to on par again with uh, yeah. Singles Inferno. Yeah, I don't know more. I don't know about more people or less people being better, but I, but for sure, like yeah, now that you. I think about it like if this was a streaming show and not a show that was put on television, then yeah, 
and they they weren't constrained to however much like airtime they're supposed to fill time, up yeah. yeah fixed times in each episode yeah i actually think that this show would be a lot better as a streaming show yeah yeah that's a good point but also like what's not to love about watching a dating show on a beach you know like it's fun <laughs> yeah that's true yeah i do like the aesthetic of the island but the uh what i was really liking about this show up until the end was i liked the lack of confessionals right they just there's some there's something because because you know like confessionals aren't happening happening in the moment and then the 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 person gets to kind of reflect of whatever they said in that moment i'm always like kind of rewrite history i'm always yeah. like i don't really know what to trust like are they really saying how they felt in that moment or are they saying what they now feel the way they should have felt in that moment? You know, kind of yeah. mm-hmm. so I don't, I feel like the confessionals can be a little misleading, misleading. or yeah. disingenuous or just not, not worth really being there. And what's interesting about this show is like, I don't even, it seems like they don't even bother filming confessionals at all, which yeah. like there are some confessionals that are probably worth showing. So like the right balance is like oh you do confessionals but don't rely on them mm-hmm. in a perfect world you just like wouldn't rely on them to fill time and you wouldn't use them as a tool to confuse the audience yeah you would just show like if somebody's good at doing confessionals you would show their confessionals and then just overall i don't know if it's the music or the kind of dates they do i don't know what it is i just like i really like the vibe of heart signal mm, yeah uh, that's fair it's it's pleasant <laughs> yeah, it's very pleasant compared, definitely compared to Transit Love, and then yeah, it's been we're almost we're almost coming back around uh, Singles Inferno. So now it's been a while since I've watched it, but there are moments in Singles Inferno like the fight pit, or, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or things that I def like straight up just like don't enjoy, and I don't think there was ever a moment like that on Heart Signal. Yeah, you also don't get the variety of dates that you get on Heart Signal. You know, like you're stuck on a beach and at the hotel in, yeah. in singles inferno so that might get a little old from what i've been reading that might change with signals inferno 3 oh really so i don't i we do not know i can check right now i don't think we know when singles inferno 3 is going to drop on netflix we it's just kind, assume i'm kind of assuming time. it's yeah, december because that was when the first two did but all it says on netflix is it's official another season is coming so there's going to be a singles inferno 3 but and then what I've read about it is like they might be on a different island or they're not just gonna go like Paradise isn't gonna be like just the same hotel every time. So the oh, dates okay. actually there might actually be a variety of the dates in Singles of Inferno Three. Okay, okay. Which yeah, again, that's gonna give it I would imagine that that would be only gonna make the show better, not seeing the yeah. same place multiple times. So yeah. I think Heart Signal almost Singles Inferno for me, but ultimately, I I think I'm a Singles Inferno person. <laughs> Bill, Heart Signal just needs to do a little bit better editing down. You know, be snappier. You know, which they can't. I mean, as long as yeah, they, which they can't. Property yeah. is owned by whatever they they can't do it. But yeah, as long as they're on TV in their time slot, they gotta fill it. But yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's where we stand after watching Heart Signal for what a journey, Sarah. Oh yeah, it's been a fun time. Have we have we missed anything on this show? Probably. <laughs> Probably, but People it's hard to tell at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is gonna be the reunion episode. Oh yeah, that's and we have not decided if that matters or not. Yeah, so 
I would say people let us know if you want us to talk about the reunion. I know there's also uh, people out there that are excited for us to get back to covering Transit Love 2, since we yeah. put a pause on that to finish up Heart Signal. I think we have about seven episodes left, but maybe the last one's a reunion. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that for Transit mm-hmm. Love. So, and I know there's people that want to hear that, so we could go right back into that next, or we could maybe do like a recap of the reunion it hasn't come out yet so we haven't seen it so i don't know if it's worth it or not it's as of right now it's a few days till the reunion comes out i would say you know people that i'd say people watch the reunion see what you think about it and then let us know if you want to hear us talk about it um and then we'll weigh that against also let us know if you're if you're a transit love person out there just like I kind of know who you are already, but yeah, just let, <laughs> let us know again that you're, yeah, you, would prefer, yeah. you would prefer that we go right back to Transit Love and skip the reunion. Yeah. And, and thank you for your patience for Transit Love yeah, for a yeah. while. And then we'll, uh, we'll just like weigh the two and see which one mm-hmm. makes more sense based on what people are saying. Yeah. Because so let's see. Let me check the calendar right now. We got at the end of August. Let's say even if it takes us two months to finish Transit mm-hmm. Love. Uh, we're still we'd still have like November left until December, and then theoretically, Singles Inferno, Singles Inferno will come out in December. Yeah. So we're not sure what we're gonna do in that time yet. So if you got ideas, <laughs> I do love covering a show as it's airing. I think yeah, I like that sweet spot. That has been nice. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe people can recommend. It's hard to like. It's hard to be. We we don't have the bandwidth to watch multiple shows at the same time, so it's like yeah, we tried. It was rough. <laughs> we kind of need to like know in advance that a show is coming out, and then start covering it when it comes out, which is what we were able to do for Singles Inferno and Heart Signal. Yeah. So I don't know if people know shows that are coming out. I so we're we probably are going to have like a month. Or yeah, two months I don't. To I don't know months. that anything's going to fit into that slot yeah. quite nicely. So maybe we'll go back to maybe we'll. The old format of our show before we started watching Korean reality dating shows was like we would just watch the first episode or a couple episodes of a show and then we would just decide if we would like keep watching that show off off the podcast based on yeah. the first couple episodes. And maybe we can do some stuff like that. Maybe we'll just watch a like each episode will be a different show. We'll watch a, mm-hmm. a variety of different shows in between before singles inferno starts but we definitely want to, we definitely want to cover singles inferno right sarah yeah absolutely okay yeah i'm pumped for singles inferno <laughs> yeah definitely especially now that it might be different exciting. yeah <laughs> but yeah so people can recommend not watching i don't think we have to recommend watching an entire season of a show but yeah yeah i don't think we'll be able to or, or, I, or you can recommend watching an entire season of the show to us but as far as the podcast go we would only recap and talk about the beginning of a show, like the first episode yeah. or two. Um, so if people want to hear us talk about a show like that, uh, they can recommend to us as well. Yeah. Any other points of business that we need to talk about? <laughs> might, this might be the last time we're talking to the hearts, heart signal people Crowd, that are listening yeah. to us. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I hope they join us again for some, some other stuff. But if not, yeah. hey, it's been fun. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> if there are hard signal people that have not watched Singles Inferno yet, uh, Ooh, yeah, come on, come along with us on that journey. You yeah, know, yeah. I mean, you could go back and listen to us for Singles Inferno too. 
or go watch the two seasons that are out. But uh, yeah, or whatever. Keep, keep yeah. an eye open for us in December when we're covering yeah Singles Inferno three as it's coming out. I think that'll that'll be fun. Let, where can they contact us with all these recommendations and insights that we <laughs> missed? People can email us at keepwatchingpod at gmail.com. Tweet at us at keepwatchingpod. Instagram at us at keepwatchingpod. Leave a comment under the video on YouTube also at keepwatchingpod. And I don't know if you are happy to be at the end of this, what felt to me like a marathon of a dating show. <laughs> And want to tell us all your big feelings about it, you can leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Yes. I mean, this transit love is longer than this, isn't it? <laughs> well, it just, I guess it felt like a marathon because we were doing both of them for a long time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so it just, it, it felt like such a big undertaking. And so now I will breathe a sigh of relief as we quietly go finish yeah. transit love. We're almost going to get <laughs> like, because we covered Singles Inferno from like, late december to to january mm-hmm. and then we basically like we've had a couple of one-off episodes here and there but we've basically been covering korean reality dating show content for all it, like it will for be almost like, the entire almost year, an entire year <laughs> like at least 10 months hey if that's what the people like i don't mind it i'm having well fun. yeah well we like it too <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's fun <laughs> <laughs> i would love to get into like some like wacky like netflix reality tv show it doesn't have to be like a dating show necessarily or maybe maybe Mm. that's what maybe for like the one-offs like maybe we'll watch like i'm thinking uh, i i I have to go look up some of the ones i was thinking about but like it shows like we've talked about before like um physical 100 Mm, yeah like i think like if you watch the first couple episodes of physical 100 and then we just talked about that like that'd be a cool one-off episode yeah but that's like it's come out so long ago that i wouldn't talk about it but i'd like, like a somewhat newer mm-hmm. show yeah. that maybe people haven't checked out yet and like we, before like we would it would our concept was like one of us has watched the show and we're like trying to get the other person to watch it yeah but i wouldn't mind like just choosing like a random wacky looking reality show on netflix or something and then that neither of us that neither of us watch and been like is this good like <laughs> do we want to actually see what happens at the end of the show <laughs> yeah yeah i'd be, be down fun. for that yeah the, the possibilities are endless, really, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, the possibilities will fit into approximately a month and a half to yeah. two months. <laughs> but then Singles Inferno is only like, it's it's over pretty fast, right? It's like 10 episodes, yeah. but they release two at a time. So we're done in like five weeks. Yeah. And then, and then we'll have to make some decisions again. Yeah. yeah. And the, in the months to come, we'll have some decisions to make. So it'll be good. It'll be fun. And you, we'll and keep you going. can help us. Just send us whatever. We'll yeah. see if it happens. Yeah. Alrighty. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.